And, and so, so our people can understand exactly what's going on over there. This is something we need to read and break down. Come. Let's see what's going on in Honduras and see why they do. All right, all right. Inside San Pedro Sula. San Pedro Sula, which is the murder capital of the world. The murder right. capital of the world. Oh, it's like a rock. You're going to get a Bible. Come on, come on. We have you pull out scriptures, okay? I want you to go ahead and go to Amos 8 and 12. In the nighttime, as a pack of mad soldiers silently moved towards the front line of a deadly shootout between law enforcement officials and known, unknown men in a dimly lit Honduras neighborhood. Now, what we're looking at right, right now, we're looking at basically a typical night that goes on in Honduras. Go ahead. But the soldiers are too late to prevent the grisly scene that awaits them. One of their own is on the ground, seriously wounded. One of the attackers is dead, and three others have been shot. So basically, you're looking at three soldiers, three police that are down, that are, down, that are shot, and three so-called drug dealers that are shot. They didn't even say a word. They just pulled out their weapons and started shooting at our soldiers. Army Commander Carlos Rolando Descale said of the scene. So we're looking at an all-out war in the streets of Honduras. Keep going. Which has become all too familiar in Honduras' second largest city. The scare oversees a unit of soldiers, often masked to protect their identity, who patrol the streets of San Pedro Sula, the so-called murder capital of the world. The what? Murder capital of the world. So now we see that San Pedro Sula in Honduras is the murder capital of the world. Keep reading. For the second straight year, San Pedro Sula in Northwest Honduras has topped a list of the world's 50 most violent cities with a rate of 169 intentional homicides per 100,000 inhabitants. An average of more than three people every day. An average of what? More than three people every day. And how many people is that? 100,000? 169 uh, homicides per 100,000 inhabitants. So you got 169 homicides per how many people again? 100,000. 100,000. 100, 100, 100, so you got three bodies dropping every day. Hmm. All the time. This guy happened. happened. It's just death in the streets all the time. Keep going. So now, mm -hmm. that ain't even counting the people who don't die that they get shot and stuff like that, too. Well, it ain't counting the bodies you ain't found. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't finding all the bodies. Go ahead. The report complied by the Mexicans, about Salaki. The report complied by the Mexican think tank, Citizen Council for Public Security, Justice, and Peace, mm -hmm. compared intentional homicide statistics around the world in 2012. The report does not include cities in the Middle East. The Sunny Beach Resort in Acapulco in Mexico ranks second on the group's list, followed by the Venezuela capital of Caracas. So basically we're looking at the different cities that also are high in murder. Go ahead. New Orleans is the murder capital of the United States, according to the report, mm -hmm. which ranked the city 17th on the list. 
Detroit, St. Louis, Baltimore, and Oakland were the other U.S. cities that make the list. Now, we know how violent those cities are, right? Come. We're talking about St. Louis and what was it, Baltimore? Baltimore, Detroit, Oakland. So we know how bad these areas are. We know these cities in America. They 17. They're 17. <laughs> San Pedro Sula is number one. So that gives you an idea of how damn bad it is in Honduras. You wonder why they leave. Keep going. San Pedro Sula's challenge, experts say, is that Mexico's offensive uh, offensive against drug cartels and the active U.S. deportation of criminal immigrants are pushing the problem south. Some of the criminal elements has ended up in Honduras, where like most Central American countries, law enforcement has few resources to fight it. Now, you know how in the UPK we know behind everything that goes wrong, you can find a white man. Right. right. They're blaming it on Mexico, right? Okay, where are they coming from from Mexico? Well, how are all these immigrants coming from Mexico? Like, how, like, of course you have people that live in Mexico, but you gotta remember who is throwing them all back into Mexico. Right. When they was trying to provide a living for themselves here. US so government. now with them throwing like all these people back to Mexico, these people have nowhere to go, so they're going down deep into South, South, South America, South America. So then they find themselves in Honduras. If they don't have no choice, so like, if they don't have no choice, what's the other, what's the only option? What we talking about earlier? Right? Is either become a police officer or a drug dealer. So if you're going to either be a drug dealer <clears throat> or a police officer, either way it go, you're killing your brother. Right. That's the sick part about it, really. So, like, too, I see, uh, I just seen something, too, another song that when the United States, like, say, for instance, if you're from El Salvador, mm -hmm. the United States don't ship you back to El Salvador. They just keep you into Mexico. Right. So, you know, and that's like everybody who from, you know, uh, below Mexico or Central America or South America, mm -hmm. they just send you straight back through Mexico. Well, they keep you out of the ports of the United States and they lead you in Mexico. So they got all these different people from different countries from, but they just land in Mexico, they landed in Mexico. Well, so they got to make their way, like you just saying, they got to make their way back to trying to make their way to their home country. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. then they just get caught, caught up. Get caught up, exactly. Go ahead. But city residents say that murder capital of the world is an undeserved label that is hurting local businesses. There are only three morgues in Honduras. Say it again. There are only three morgues in Honduras. There are only three morgues in Honduras. There are only three morgues in Honduras. Can you picture if there were only, let's say Nashville, there was only three morgues in Nashville? Three. Listen, you gotta think about something. There's morgues in every hospital in Nashville. Mm -hmm. There's morgues in, in every funeral home in Nashville. Right. It, damn near every black neighborhood got a damn morgue in the So think about all those different morgues. Now just think for a minute, take all that away and only give us three. Hmm. Can you imagine the bodies, man? And they murder rate is a hundred times worse than ours. Go ahead. Not even counting the people that die of natural causes or accidents. Right. 
Right. So then you got them in there too. Right. This land, death is like everywhere, man. It's in the air. Go ahead, huh? Resident, uh, Salaka. Mm -hmm. um, and one of them is in uh, San Pedro Sula. So, so they only got one in, the, in that city. In that city, which is the worst one. All right. Go ahead. Residents say the people who are murdered elsewhere and then taken to the more are being grouped into the city's crime statistics. All of the crimes that happen in northern Honduras are registered as happening here. Businessman Louis uh, LaRoque said. So basically, this guy is trying to basically downplay the murder rate that's happening in uh, in uh, San Pedro Sula, okay? You go always have this. That's gonna be another, uh, I think it's an Iscarite, or oh, it could be Zechariah, but that brother's gonna come in and clean it up, go ahead. So what we businessmen are doing is an accurate count to determine where crime or violence uh, deaths originate so that the information is true. And see, he's trying not to have that bad name on his city. The National uh, Autonomous University of Honduras said the only people murdered in San Pedro Sula were tallied in the group's report, and that in fact the actual murder rate in the city is even higher. Is what? Is mm -hmm. even higher. One more time. The actual murder rate in the city is even higher. So now. You have another brother actually do the uh, statistics on the murder rate in San Pedro Sula. And actually, it's higher than what they first said uh, it was. Keep going. The authors of the report defended their research on the group website, writing, it is not the ranking that damages the, it, the image of the city, but the violence and the government's inability to contain and reduce it. To have the problem never solves them. I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. The problem is the white man. Right. right. The white man is, you gotta understand how far back it goes to when uh, white settlers came from Spain and started hitting up all these places. And these brothers and sisters was there and they was living in peace. And they had the truth, man. They came from that man and they had the truth. Right. Did some of them drift off and start? Uh, worshiping idols and whatnot, yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? But you got to still understand that they've been oppressed for that damn long, and now the only thing that they can see is the problem is the government. Everybody always blames it on the government, right? You know what I'm saying? That government is not the blame, man. It's the white man's the blame. He's at the if you set a paper trail to whatever problem you got as a black, Hispanic, and Native Indian, the white man's at the, at the beginning of it. Right. Every single time. So what we're seeing now is basically we are looking at our projects. That's what we're looking at. Black folks over here in America, we can relate to them because what's the first thing you try to do when you so-called get a good job? Oh, you get some money, <laughs> you call yourself the maid, and you stay in the private. You leave the hood. You want to leave the hood. Right. Why? Because they think that, well, actually, they envy and they oppress and they want what they got. But it's bad. Right. It, it ain't really living. Like, you have to, you have to settle for shit. <laughs> so, or it's like, or you, or you, you got a, a, a real false sense of security. You feel like, well, this is my home or whatnot, but. The first thing you want to do really is leave. Right. That's and, and it's not because you want to get away from your people necessarily. 
you just trying to get, you, you sick of the crime, you sick of the murder, you sick of the drugs, you sick of it. And now you want to get out of it. it like, you don't even have to go to the suburbs, you just want to go somewhere better. Right. That's the same thing you brothers and sisters are going through. One thing that I, I notice when it's us that tend to get something, they get very proud and they think they're better than the rest of the people that they was just in the same hellhole with. And that's something we talk also about. Right. Because one thing we have to learn is that no matter how well you do for yourself, <clears throat> you still spread that wealth amongst your people. That's why no matter, man, matter of fact, let me get that scripture real quick. Amos 8 and 12. Call another one, come. Fit the situation. Amos chapter 8, verse 12. And they shall wander from sea to sea. They shall wander from sea to sea. And from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord. They come. Yeah, they pray to God. Shall not find it and shall not find it. Come on, come from the top. No, just from seek to and fro. Yeah, they said they shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. Right. You're gonna be in the same condition. It's gonna seem better, but they what well, we just read. We just read a we no, what we just talked about, we talked about a plan as we speak that Donald Trump is trying to sign for uh is it birth citizenship. He's trying to he's trying to basically by the time you get over here, y'all gonna wreck that. Right. That's Regardless. What trying to do. So what really happened from Honduras? And his white whitewashed mama. Right, yeah. All of that. That's really good. Yeah, I think that good yeah. That's who, yeah, first and foremost. So I mean you gotta think it's coming from where? Who settled? Who 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 came rape, rob, and murder in the first place? Who? Close. Yes. 
Right, the Spaniards, the yeah, Europeans. Right, no, but you're right though because it's Roman Catholicism. So you in there? You, you're right. But we have to understand that the Spaniards they got sent from uh, uh, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella. And when they came to uh, uh, South America, they just man, they just murdered them people for no damn reason. Basically, just to take everything they had to make them slaves and take all the resources. Right. There's a reason why. Puerto Rico has named Puerto Rico, which means rich poor. They say gold would just wash up on the shores. There's books about it. It was just so fruitful. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what um, Ephraim means. I think it means fruitful. I ain't mistaken. I might be wrong, but, but uh, that, the whole land of South America was just fruitful and everything. Uh, keep reading now. Uh, also, Corn. That's it for that scripture. Right? Come. Come. Go ahead and read. Honduras is from the only country in the region with a murder problem. The top 10 and 39 of 50 overall. Most violent cities on the list are Latin America. Mm. Authorities have launched Operation Enlightenment in San Pedro Sula, saturating violent hotspots with police and soldiers. So basically, they're doing the same thing most people do when they have uh, uh, crime in their neighborhood, like us. We got SWAT. So now they got what they call Operation Lightning? Operation Lightning. So they they trying to take care of this problem uh, by themselves. Keep going. And, and so, so our people can understand exactly what's going on over there. This is something we need to read to mark out. and break down. Huh? Let's see what's going on in Honduras and see why they do. Alright, alright. Inside San Pedro Sula. San Pedro Sula, which is the murder capital of the world. The murder capital of the world. Oh, it's like it. Hey, Barack, you're going to get a Bible. Come on, come on. We have you pull out scriptures, okay? I want you to go ahead and go to Amos 8 and 12. In the nighttime, as a pack of mad soldiers silently moved towards the front line of a deadly shootout between law enforcement officials and known, unknown men in a dimly lit Honduras neighborhood. Now, what we're looking at right, right now, we're looking at basically a typical night that goes on in Honduras. Go ahead. But the soldiers are too late to prevent the grisly scene that awaits them. One of their own is on the ground, seriously wounded. One of the attackers is dead, and three others have been shot. So basically, you're looking at three soldiers, three police that are, dug, that are down, that are shot, and three so-called drug dealers that are shot. Go ahead. They didn't even say a word. They just pulled out their weapons and started shooting at our soldiers. Army Commander Carlos Rolando Descal said of the scene. So we're looking at an all-out war in the streets of Honduras. Keep going. Which has become all too familiar in Honduras' second largest city. The scale oversees a unit of soldiers, often masked to protect their identity, who patrol the streets of San Pedro Sula, the so-called murder capital of the world. The what? 
Murder capital of the world. So now we see that San Pedro Sula in Honduras is the murder capital of the world. Keep reading. For the second straight year, San Pedro Sula in Northwest Honduras has topped a list of the world's 50 most violent cities with a rate of 169 intentional homicides per 100,000 inhabitants. An average of more than three people every day. An average of what? More than three people every day. And how many people is that? 100,000? 169 uh, homicides per 100,000 inhabitants. So you got 169 homicides per how many people again? 100,000. 100,000. 100, so you got three bodies dropping every day. Hmm. All, all the time. This guy happens. It's, it's just death in the streets all the time. Keep going. So look, mm -hmm. that ain't even counting the people who don't die that they get shot and stuff like that too. Well, it ain't counting the bodies you ain't found. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't finding all the bodies. Go ahead. The report complied by the Mexicans about Salaga. The report complied by the Mexican think tank, Citizen Council for Public Security, Justice, and Peace, mm -hmm. compared intentional homicide statistics around the world in 2012. The report does not include cities in the Middle East. The Sunny Beach Resort in Acapulco in Mexico ranks second on the group's list, followed by the Venezuela capital of Caracas. So basically looking at the different cities that also are high in murder. Go ahead. New Orleans is the murder capital of the United States, according to the report, mm -hmm. which ranked the city 17th on the list. Detroit, St. Louis, Baltimore, and Oakland were the other U.S. cities that make the list. Now, we know how violent those cities are, right? Come. We're talking about St. Louis and what was it, Baltimore? Baltimore, Detroit, Oakland. So we know how bad these areas are. We know these cities in America. They 17. They're 17. <laughs> San Pedro Sula is number one. So that gives you an idea how damn bad it is in Honduras. You wonder why they leave. Keep going. San Pedro Sula's challenge, experts say, is that Mexico's offensive, uh, offensive against drug cartels and the active U.S. deportation of criminal immigrants are pushing the problem south. Some of the criminal elements has ended up in Honduras where like most Central American countries, law enforcement has few resources to fight it. Now, you know how in the UPK we know behind everything that goes wrong, you can find a white man. Right. right. They're blaming it on Mexico, right? Okay, where are they coming from from Mexico? Well, how are all these immigrants coming from Mexico? Like, how, like, of course, you have people that live in Mexico, but you got to remember who is throwing them all back into Mexico. Right. When they was trying to provide a living for themselves here. You're so good. now with them throwing like all these people back to Mexico, these people have nowhere to go, so they're going down deep into South America, South America. So then they find themselves in Honduras. If they don't have no choice, so like, if they don't have no choice, what's the other, what's the only option? What we talked about earlier? Is either become a police officer or a drug dealer. So if you're going to either be a drug dealer <clears throat> or a police officer, 
Either way it goes, you're killing your brother. Right. That's the sick part about it, really. It's a lot, too. I see, uh, I just seen something, too. Notice something that when the United States, like, say, for instance, if you're from El Salvador, mm -hmm. the United States don't mm -hmm. ship you back to El Salvador. They just kick you into Mexico. Right. So, you know, and that's like everybody who from, you know, uh, below Mexico or Central America or South America, mm -hmm. they just send you straight back through Mexico. Right. They kick you out of the borders of the United States and they lead you in Mexico. So they got all these different people from different countries from, but they just land in Mexico, they landed in Mexico. Right. So they got to make their way, like you just saying, they got to make their way back to trying to make their way to their home country, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. then they just, but city residents say that murder capital of the world is an undeserved label that is hurting local businesses. There are only three morgues in Honduras. Say it again. There are only three morgues in Honduras. There are only three morgues in Honduras. There are only three morgues in Honduras. Can you picture if there were only, let's say Nashville, there was only three morgues in Nashville? Listen, you got to think about something. There's morgues in every hospital in mm -hmm. There's morgues in, in every funeral home in Nashville. Right. And damn near every black neighborhood got a damn morgue in the store. You dig? So think about all those different morgues. Now just think for a minute, take all that away and only give us three. Hmm. Can you imagine the bodies, man? And they murder rate is a hundred times worse than ours. Not even counting the people that die of natural causes or accidents. Right, right. So then you got them in there too. Right. This land, death is like everywhere, man. It's in the air. Go ahead, huh? Resident, uh, so like, mm -hmm. uh, and one of them is in uh, San Pedro Sula. So, so like, so they only got one in, the, in that city. In that city, which is the worst one. Right. Go ahead. Residents say the people who are murdered elsewhere and then taken to the city's more are being grouped into the city's crime statistics. All of the crimes that happen in northern Honduras are registered as happening here. Businessman Louis uh, LaRock said. So basically, this guy is trying to basically downplay the murder rate that's happening in uh, in uh, San Pedro Sula. Okay, you gonna always have this. That's gonna be another. Uh, I think it's an Iscarite. Oh, it could be said, uh, they, that brother's going to come in and clean it up. Go ahead. So what we businessmen are doing is an accurate count to determine where crime or violence uh, deaths originate so that the information is true. And see, he's trying not to have that bad name on the city. Right. Go ahead. The National uh, Autonomous University of Honduras said that only people murdered in San Pedro Sula were tallied in the group's report, and that in fact the actual murder rate in the city is even higher. Is what? Is mm -hmm. even higher. One more time. The actual murder rate in the city is even higher. So now you have another brother actually do the uh, statistics on the murder rate in San Pedro Sula, and actually it's higher than what they first said uh, it was. Keep going. The authors of the report defended their research on the group website, writing, it is not the ranking that damages the, it, the image of the city, but the violence and the government's inability to contain and reduce it. 
To have the problem never solves them. I'm going to tell you what the problem is. The problem is the white man. Right. right. The white man is, you got to understand how far back it goes to when uh, white settlers came from Spain and started hitting up all these places. And these brothers and sisters was there and they was living in peace. And they had the truth, man. They came from that land and had the truth. Right. Did some of them drift off and start uh, worshiping idols and whatnot? Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? But you got to still understand that they've been oppressed for that damn long. And now the only thing that they can see is the problem is the government. Everybody always blames it on the government. Right. You know what I'm saying? That government is not the blame, man. It's the white man's the blame. He's at the... If you set a paper trail to whatever problem you got as a black, Hispanic, and Native Indian, the white man's at the, at the beginning of it. Right. Every single time. So what we're seeing now is basically we are looking at our projects. That's what we're looking at. Black folks over here in America, we can relate to them because what's the first thing you try to do when you so-called get a good job or you get some money, <laughs> you call yourself and made it and you stay in the private. You leave the hood. You want to leave the hood. Right. Why? Because they think that, well, actually they envy and they impress and they want what they got. But it's bad. Right. It, it ain't really living. Like, you have to, you have to settle for shit. <laughs> so, or it's like, or you, or you, you got a, a, a real false sense of security. You feel like, well, this is my home or whatnot, but the first thing you want to do really is leave. Right. That's, and, and it's not because you want to get away from your people necessarily. You're just trying to get, you, you're sick of the crime, you're sick of the murder, you're sick of the drugs. You're sick of it. And now you want to get out of it. it like, you don't even have to go to the suburbs. You just want to go somewhere better. Right. That's the same thing these brothers and sisters are going through. One, one thing that I, I notice when it's us that tend to get something, they get very proud and they think they're better than the rest of the people that they was just in the same hellhole with. And that's something taught also, by the way. Right. Because one thing we have to learn is that no matter how well you do for yourself, <clears throat> you still spread that wealth amongst your people. That's why no matter, man, matter of fact, let me get that scripture real quick. Amos 8 and 12. Come, another one, come. Fit the situation. Amos chapter 8, verse 12. And they shall wander from sea to sea. They shall wander from sea to sea. Mm -hmm. And from the north even to the east. Mm -hmm. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord. What's the first thing our people do when we get in trouble? Hmm. Lord, help me. They pray to God. Drunk. Damn no being damn near drunk by coffee or throw up your lung. Right. The first thing you do is call on the Lord. Man, please believe our brothers and sisters down there, I think, if I'm mistaken, are mostly Catholic. Right. Right. And they looking for the Lord, but that's not where it is. Let's keep reading. <clears throat> and shall not find it. And, and shall not find it. Read that first one. Come on, come on. From the top. 
No, just from in. Seek to and fro? Yeah. They said. They shall run to and fro. They from Honduras to Guatemala. Keep going. To seek the word of the Lord. And shall not find it. Just like he said, you was in hell and Honduras. Guess what you're going to catch when you're in America? Right. You're going to be in the same condition. It's going to seem better, but they, what we just read, we just read a, we, no, what we just talked about, we talked about a plan as we speak that Donald Trump is trying to sign for, uh, what is it, citizenship? Birth citizenship. He's trying to, he's trying to basically, by the time you get over here, y'all going to write that. Right. Regardless. So, what really happened from Honduras to America? Not a damn thing. They both hell, man. Right. That's why we got to be brothers and sisters in the truth. That's the main point. That's what this scripture is about. You're going to go to and fro looking for the Lord, going back and forth because of the condition you're in. You're a prince. No matter you going to and fro, you're not going to find it until you shake that false white boy that you worship. Right. Come to the true right. king, the black Christ. Right. Go ahead. I was about to say, in, the, in his white, whitewashed mama. Right, yeah. All of that. That's really good. Yeah, I think they do worship. Yeah, that's who, yeah. first and foremost. So, I mean, you got to think it's coming from where? Who settled? Who, who, who came rape, rob, and murder in the first place? Who? Close. Girl, you're there, really. You, you're there. I almost want to give it to you. Right. The Spaniards, the Spanish. Europeans. Right. No, but you're right, though, because it's Roman Catholicism. So you're in there. You're right. But we have to understand that the Spaniards, they got sent from uh, uh, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella. And when they came to uh, uh, South America, they just, man, they just murdered them people for no damn reason. Basically, just to take everything they had to make them slaves and take all the resources. Right. There's a reason why Puerto Rico has the name Puerto Rico, which means rich port. They say gold would just wash up on the shores. There's books about it. It was just so fruitful. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what um, Ephraim means. I think it means fruitful. I understand. I might be wrong, but, but uh, that, the whole land of South America was just fruitful and everything. Uh, keep reading now. Uh, also, that's it for that scripture. Correct? Come. Come. Go ahead and read. Honduras is from the only country in the region with a murder problem. The top 10 and 39 of 50 overall. Most violent cities on the list are Latin America. Mm. Authorities have launched Operation Enlightenment in San Pedro Sula, saturating violent hotspots with police and soldiers. So basically, they're doing the same thing most people do when they have uh, a crime in their neighborhood like us. We got SWAT. So now they got what they call Operation Enlightenment? Operation Enlightenment. So they they trying to take care of this problem with, uh, by themselves. Keep going. And, and so... So our people can understand exactly what's going on over there. This is something we need to read and break down. Come. Let's see what's going on in Honduras and see why they do it. All right, all right. Inside San 
Pedro Sula. San Pedro Sula, which is the murder capital of the world. The murder capital of the world. Oh, it's like a hey, rock. You're going to get the Bible. Come on, come on. We're going to be having you pull out scriptures, okay? I want you to go ahead and go to Amos 8 and 12. I think that's the next one I'm going to read. You go ahead and read uh, Officer Next Life. In the nighttime, as a pack of mad soldiers silently moved towards the front line of a deadly shootout between law enforcement officials and known, unknown men, in the dimly lit Honduras neighborhood. Now what we're looking at right, right now, we're looking at basically a typical night that goes on in Honduras. Go ahead. But the soldiers are too late to prevent the grisly scene that awaits them. One of their own is on the ground, seriously wounded. One of the attackers is dead, and three others have been shot. So basically you're looking at Three soldiers, three police that are, down, that are down, that are shot, and three so-called drug dealers that are shot. Go ahead. They didn't even say a word. They just pulled out their weapons and started shooting at our soldiers. Army Commander Carlos Rolando Descale said of the scene. So we're looking at an all-out war in the streets of Honduras. Keep going. Which has become all too familiar in Honduras' second largest city. Descale oversees a unit of soldiers, often masked to protect their identity, who patrol the streets of San Pedro Sula, the so-called murder capital of the world. The what? Murder capital of the world. So now we see that San Pedro Sula in Honduras is the murder capital of the world. Keep reading. For the second straight year, San Pedro Sula in Northwest Honduras has topped a list of the world's 50 most violent cities with a rate of 169 intentional homicides per 100,000 inhabitants. An average of more than three people every day. An average of what? More than three people every day. And how many people is there, 100,000? 169 uh, homicides per 100,000 inhabitants. So you got 169 homicides per how many people again? 100,000 the report, complied by the Mexican think tank Citizen Council for Public Security, Justice, and Peace, mm -hmm. compared intentional homicide statistics around the world in 2012. The report does not include cities in the Middle East. The Sunny Beach Resort in Acapulco in Mexico ranks second on the group's list, followed by the Venezuela capital of Caracas. So basically we're looking at the different cities that also are high in murder. New Orleans is the murder capital of the United States, according to the report, mm -hmm. which ranked the city 17th on the list. Detroit, St. Louis, Baltimore, and Oakland were the other U.S. cities that make the list. Now, we know how violent those cities are, right? Come. We're talking about St. Louis and what was it, Baltimore? Baltimore, Detroit, Oakland. So we know how bad these areas are. We know these cities in America. They 17th. They're 17th. 
<laughs> San Pedro Sula is number one. So that gives you an idea of how damn bad it is in Honduras. You wonder why they leave. Keep going. San Pedro Sula's challenge, experts say, is that Mexico's offensive, uh, offensive against drug cartel and the active U.S. deportation of criminal immigrants are pushing the problem south. Some of the criminal elements has ended up in Honduras, where like most Central American countries, law enforcement has few resources to fight it. Now, you know how in the UPK we know behind everything that goes wrong, you can find a white man. Right. right. They're blaming it on Mexico, right? Okay. Where are they coming from from Mexico? Well, how are all these immigrants coming from Mexico? Like, how, like, of course you have people that live in Mexico, but you got to remember who is throwing them all back into Mexico. Right. When they was trying to provide a living for themselves here. U.S. So government. now with them throwing, like, all these people back to Mexico, these people have nowhere to go, so they're going down deep into South, 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 America, South America. So then they find themselves in Honduras. If they don't have no choice, so like, if they don't have no choice, what's the other? What's the only option? What we talked about earlier? Right? Is either become a police officer or a drug dealer. So if you're going to either be a drug dealer <clears throat> or a police officer, either way it go, you're killing your brother. Right. That's the sick part about it, really. So, like, too, I see, uh, I just seen something, too, another song that when the United States, like, say, for instance, if you're from El Salvador, mm -hmm. the United States don't ship you back to El Salvador. They just keep you into Mexico. Right. So, you know, and that's like everybody who from, you know, uh, below Mexico or Central America or South America, mm -hmm. they just send you straight back through Mexico. Well, they keep you out of the borders of the United States and they lead you in Mexico. So they got all these different people from different countries from, but they just land in Mexico, they landed in Mexico. Right. So they got to make their way, like you're just saying, they got to make their way back to trying to make their way to their home country. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. then they just get caught up. caught up. Exactly. Go ahead. But city residents say that murder capital of the world is an undeserved labor that is hurting local businesses. There are only three morgues in Honduras. Say it again. There are only three morgues in Honduras. There are only three morgues in Honduras. There are only three morgues in Honduras. Can you picture if there were only, let's say Nashville, there was only three morgues in Nashville? Three. Listen, you gotta think about something. There's morgues in every hospital in Nashville. There's morgues in, in every funeral home in Nashville. Right. Damn near every black neighborhood got a damn more than <laughs> So think about all those different morgues. Now just think for a minute, take all that away and only give us three. Hmm. Can you imagine the bodies, man? And they murder rate is a hundred times worse than ours. Go ahead. Not even counting the people that die of natural causes or accidents. Right. Right, so then you got them in there too. Right. This land, death is like everywhere, man. It's in the air. Go ahead, huh? Resident, uh, so like, mm -hmm. um, and one of them is in uh, San Pedro Sula. So, so like, so they only got one in, in that city. In that city, happened. which is the worst one. Right. Go ahead. Residents say that people who are murdered elsewhere 
and being taken to the city's morgue are being grouped into the city's crime statistics. All of the crimes that happen in northern Honduras are registered as happening here. Businessman Louis uh, Larocque said. So basically, this guy is trying to basically downplay the murder rate that's happening in uh, in uh, San Pedro Sula. Okay, you go always have this. That's going to be another. Uh, I think it's an Iskarite. Oh, it could be Zemulon. But that brother's going to come in and clean it up. Go ahead. So what we businessmen are doing is an accurate count to determine where crime of violence uh, deaths originate so that the information is true. And see, he's trying not to have that bad name on his seat. Right. Go ahead. The National uh, Autonomous University of Honduras said the only people murdered in San Pedro Sula were tallied in the group's report and that, in fact, the actual murder rate in the city is even higher. Is what? Is mm -hmm. even higher. One more time. The actual murder rate in the city is even higher. So now, you have another brother actually do the uh, statistics on the murder rate in San Pedro Sula. And actually, it's higher than what they first said uh, it was. Keep going. The authors of the report defended their research on the group website, writing, it is not the ranking that damages the, it, the image of the city, but the violence and the government's inability to contain and reduce it. To have the problem never solves them. I'm going to tell you what the problem is. The problem is the white man. Right. right. The white man is, you got to understand how far back it goes to when uh, white settlers came from Spain and started hitting up all these places. And these brothers and sisters was there and they was living in peace. And they had the truth, man. They came from that land and had the truth. Right. Did some of them drift off and start worshiping uh, idols and whatnot? Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? But you got to still understand that they've been oppressed for that damn long. And now the only thing that they can see is the problem is the government. Everybody always blames it on the government. Right. You know what I'm saying? That government is not the blame, man. It's the white man is the blame. He's at the... If you set a paper trail to whatever problem you got as a black, Hispanic, and Native Indian, the white man's at the, at the beginning of it. Right. right. Every single time. So what we're seeing now is basically we are looking at our projects. That's what we're looking at. Black folks over here in America, we can relate to them because what's the first thing you try to do when you so-called get a good job or you get some money, <laughs> you call yourself the maid and you stay in the private. You leave the hood. You want to leave the hood. Right. Why? Because they think that, well, actually they're envying, they're oppressing, they want what they got. But it's bad. Right. It, it ain't really living. Like, you have to, you have to settle for shit. So it's like, or you, or you, you got a, a a real false sense of security. You feel like, well, this is my home or whatnot. But the first thing you want to do really is leave. Right. That's and, and it's not because you want to get away from your people necessarily. You just trying to get you. You sick of the crime. You sick of the murder. You sick of the drugs. You sick of it. And now you want to get out of there. it. Like you don't even have to go to the suburbs. You just want to go somewhere better. Right. That's the same thing you brothers and sisters are going through. One, one thing that I, I notice when it's us that tend to get something, they get very proud 
and they think they better than the rest of the people that they was just in the same hellhole with. And that's what we're talking about, so, by the way. Right. Because one thing we have to learn is that no matter how well you do for yourself, <clears throat> you still spread that wealth amongst your people. That's why no matter, man, matter of fact, let me get that scripture real quick. Amos 8 and 12. Call another one, call. Fit the situation. Amos chapter 8, verse 12. And they shall wander from sea to sea. They shall wander from sea to sea. Mm -hmm. And from the north even to the east. Mm -hmm. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord. What's the first thing our people do when we get in trouble? Hmm. Lord, help me. Yeah, they pray to God. Drunk. Damn no being damn near drunk by the coffee and throw up your lung. Right. The first thing you do is call on the Lord. Man, please believe our brothers and sisters down there, I think, if I'm mistaken, are mostly Catholic. Right. Right. And they looking for the Lord, but that's not where it is. Keep reading. <clears throat> and shall not find it. Yeah, and shall not find it. Read that first one. Come on, come on. From the top. No, just from you know, Seek to and fro? Yeah. They shall. They shall run to and fro. They from Honduras to Guatemala. Keep going. To seek the word of the Lord. They go from Mexico trying to cross this border in the U.S. Keep going. And shall not find it. Just like you said, you was in hell in Honduras. That's what you're going to catch when you get in America. Right. You're going to be in the same condition. It's going to seem better, but they... What we just read, we just read a, we, no, what we just talked about, we talked about a plan as we speak that Donald Trump is trying to sign for, uh, is it citizenship? Birth citizenship. He's trying to, he's trying to basically, by the time you get over here, y'all gonna write that. Right. Regardless. So, what really happened from Honduras to America? Not a damn thing. They both held, man. Right. That's why we got to be brothers and sisters in the truth. That's the main point. That's what this scripture is about. You're going to go to and fro looking for the Lord. Going back and forth because of the condition you're in. You're oppressed. No matter you go to and fro, you're not going to find it. Until you shake that false white boy that you worship. Right. And come to the true. Right. Come to the true uh, king. The black Christ. Right. Go ahead. I was about to say, in, the, in his white whitewashed mama. Right, yeah. All of that. That's really good. Yeah, I think that good. Yeah, that's who, yeah, first and foremost. So, I mean, you got to think it's coming from where? Who settled? Who, who, who came rape, rob, and murder in the first place? Who? Close. Girl, you there, really. You, you there. I almost want to give it to you. Right, the Spaniards, the Spanish. Europeans. Right. No, but you're right, though, because it's Roman Catholicism. So you didn't it. You did it right. But we have to understand that the Spaniards, they got sent from uh, uh, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella. And when they came to uh, uh, South America, 
They just, man, they just murdered them people for no damn reason. Basically, just to take everything they had to make them slaves and take all the resources. Right. There's a reason why Puerto Rico has the name Puerto Rico, which means rich poor. They say gold would just wash up on the shores. There's books about it. It was just so fruitful. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what um, Ephraim means. I think it means fruitful. I ain't mistaken. I might be wrong, but, but uh, that, the whole land of South America is just fruitful and everything. Uh, keep reading now. Uh, also, that's it for that scripture. Right? Come. Go ahead and read. Honduras is from the only country in the region with a murder problem. The top 10 and 39 of 50 overall. Most violent cities on the list are Latin America. Mm. Authorities have launched Operation Enlightenment in San Pedro Sula, saturating violent hotspots with police and soldiers. So basically, they're doing the same thing most people do when they have uh, uh, crime in their neighborhood, like us. We got SWAT. So now they got what they call Operation Lightning? Operation Lightning. So they they trying to take care of this problem with, uh, by themselves. Keep going. They do the job that you don't want. Right. And then on top of that, this will trick me out too. They do these jobs with a smile on their face, man. Right. I know damn well they hate the people. <laughs> I know they talking funky about <laughs> yeah, like, as soon as they leave. Like, like an old black man? Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like they right. You got no reason to be putting oppression on them like you do, like you do uh, uh, the blacks, like you do the Native Indians. What tripped me out on these res reservations with the Native Indians? Do you know they have the highest case of rapes in America? Mm. There's white men that drive in droves and purposely go to reservations. They go to these bars, because a lot of the, the little young ones, unfortunately, they at these bars. And they will pick, or they'll drive through the reservation, and they'll pick up these little young girls, man. They don't just rape them. That's awful enough, right? They don't just rape them. When they rape them and they done with them, they have a lot of cases where they murder them and just throw them in the ditch. Hmm. No lie. They, they 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 use them like 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 you eat a bag of chips and then you just like you literally just throw them in the ditch. That's how they do these sisters, man. We talking about young girls. I'm talking about 11, 12, hmm. 10 sometimes. These men are sick. And they also have the highest uh, rate of suicide on the reservations, also no, so do. in the country. They're they're the seventh. They're, they're only seven percent of the population, but they have the number one, the highest rate of suicide throughout the whole country. Now, let's find out why. Read. <clears throat> Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 7. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can get it. Come. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad. What? Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad. Oppression maketh a wise man mad. If you've been oppressed and you like, yes, sir, son, you need some more tea, sir? Is we sick, sir? Mm. Something wrong with your ass. <laughs> you a true victim of Stockholm Syndrome. Right. 
You should be, look, you being oppressed, you do what you gotta do to survive, and you should be mad. Ain't nobody got no right to come up to you and be like, why are you so mad? Why are you frowning so much? Man, I'm a black man in America. Hmm. I'm a Hispanic man in America. Right. I'm a Hispanic sister, a black sister, a native Indian man or sister in America. Right. I have to watch my people get murdered on social media every day, all day. And you want to ask me why I'm mad? Why I got a frown on my face? That's like going. Oh, it's like. No, no, it's like but that's like going back to whenever the whenever LeBron James or Colin Kaepernick. Like, they're making millions. Yeah, but money don't mean much. Right, you especially. Know how many sisters are in huge ass houses and they depressed as hell, want to kill themselves because they don't have a man. Right. They don't have a man. They in a fifteen, ten, six bedroom house. They drive what the hell they want to drive. They, they got the best job in the world, make plenty of money, and they are like on the brink of breaking down because <laughs> they can't find a neck. They keep uh, Christian Mingles popping. Yeah. <laughs> they keep it. They yeah, keep it. Christian it's Mingles it's is popping there. because that's of their it. Database. That's their uh, <laughs> They Facebook. Yeah, that's yeah. They, but that's their base. <laughs> yeah, right. That's their, they all in Christian Mingles. Right. But then when you get with these Christians, what they do? They yeah. try to sleep with your cousin, the dude. Right. I'm trying to sleep with Tyrone. <laughs> trying to get the tooth for the night and then be looking at Tyrone like, hey man, what time you get up with? Right. Like, what the hell? Can you picture that? You don't believe me? I'm lying, right? Anybody been to ATL? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to ATL. My brother right. been to ATL right there with me. Am I lying? Uh-uh. I feel sorry for them sisters down there, man. Yeah, what, what did the brother tell us before? Uh, the, the, um, yeah, that's what I was about to. I was about to bring that up. <clears throat> They're saying almost eighty percent of the population How is much? homosexual. How much? Eighty percent. Eighty percent. And seventy-three percent has HIV. Good night. So it's either you're gonna catch download, brother, or you're gonna catch AIDS. Real talk. Real talk. And if you in that Christian church, you most definitely gonna catch something. Hmm. AKA Eddie Long. Mm. I ain't gonna go. That's a whole other thing. Right. Right. Finish. Finish with the oh, oh, verse. Oh, oh. <coughs> Start from top. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> verse seven. Surely oppression make, maketh a wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. A gift destroyeth the heart, meaning that just because this white man gives you these gifts that seem like they're good for you. Welfare, all these income, the, the little income tax check. You know, man, you know what his brothers call it income tax check or uh, mm. income tax checks? Black Christmas. Right. I used to hear that all the time in the street. Yeah, you know, it's Black Christmas time. It's the income tax check. Mm. That's where you got your head at. Because mm. you feel like you're really getting something. Really, he's, he's oppressing you even more. He's making you feel more dependent on him. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's go to the next part. Um, I want you to get the triple lock in uh, Jeremiah 54. Come on, come on. We're going to hit this next article, man. And that first article is just to tell you the situation of how it is in Honduras. You know what I'm saying? In your, in, in your opinion, sis, right here up front, what is, what is, how do you see Honduras now? 
And we, I just gave you one arm, but I gave you Based off of what I know? Mm-hmm. Based off that arm. What we've been talking about today in class. Like, what picture? Just be honest. It, it ain't no right or wrong answer. It's just, it's just like, what's in your head? Like, what kind of images in your head? From if you were, let's say, if you lived in Honduras, what would you do? Let's say if you wasn't in Honduras, what would be your immediate reaction? Took it out of my mouth. Well, I was... You were. Honduran killed in Mexico, uh, so like a Mexican border crackdown on migrant caravans. What's the name of that at the beginning? Honduran killed in Mexican border crackdown on migrant caravans. Okay, come. Alright. So like, let me set this up. Now, okay, do y'all understand where Honduras is? Did I say that? Come. It's where? It's in Central America, right? Come. Okay, what's on top of it? See, y'all bad this. Guatemala. Guatemala. Why you say it better than me, though? Uh, <laughs> Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala. <laughs> but, um, okay, so you got Honduras. You got Guatemala, right? Right. Then you get Yeah, I said it's Mexico. Then it's Mexico. Okay, I'm just trying to put this, trying to set this up in your head. So we got Honduras, Guatemala, and Mexico. So we see, you see the landmass that they walk in? Y'all understand this is a walk, right? Right. Is there, does this remind you of anything? I'd be shocked if somebody get this. Y'all two shut up. No, no, y'all don't say nothing. I think I said it earlier. Y'all two are from me say nothing. No, you didn't say does does this walk remind you of anything? Think about hmm. it real tough. Hold on, let me get a scissor check. Think about it. Hmm. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> I want to say a word. I say it. Hey, yeah, but I was going. I was going to start humming. I was going to start no, humming a tune. No, I'm saying I might get it wrong. I think I'm going to. You might. Yeah, you might get it wrong. I'm not. Right. But you move. You you're you're walking. From, and we talking about walking, swimming, uh, I, I won't say lakes, but rivers, land, seas, I guess, part sea. 
I might be saying it wrong, but water, baskets of water, big, big bottles of water. And you coming from Honduras to Guatemala to Mexico. What have we seen in history like this that was devastating? Because what we seen in this walk with, with our brothers in Honduras and all the people that collected up with them on their way there, huh. we seen death, <coughs> we seen oppression, and we seen the young, the elderly. Sis, come on, sis. You got to have it. It's on the tip of your tongue. What you got? Oh, Trevor Tears. Trevor Tears. I was going to say the walk to March to Mar Washington at first, but you know what I'm saying? But no, no Trevor Tears. Nothing like this. Right. No, this, the Trevor Tears, man, the only difference, there really ain't no difference. It's just a different look. Because you got a nation that was oppressed by a white man. And now they're being forced away from their home to a white man. Right. In the days of Trilateers, you had Andrew Jackson. And these people were fighting for freedom. They were more together, you know, ready to fight. Right. And they were being oppressed by a white man to come up into a white society. These people are fighting, but it's in a different way in this time. They're actually fighting just to So now they are in Mexico, they didn't cross Guatemala, and now they're trying to get into Mexico, okay? Guatemala is right beside uh, Mexico. That's the border they're crossing. And now these policemen have got flash grenades, they got rubber bullets. When we talk about the danger of rubber bullets, like everybody thinks it's just for riot, riot control, we're going to see the danger. Go ahead. Tika Uman, Guatemala, and Tapachula, Mexico, a Honduran man was killed late on Sunday as the crackdown on migrants and refugees walking from Central America to the United States intensified. So, mm -hmm. uh, did, did the uh, migrants ever say that that was their destination was the United States? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the whole point because Mexico ain't that much different from Honduras. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Uh, Henry Diaz, a 26-year-old Honduran, was shot in the head with a rubber bullet. Was shot in the head with a rubber bullet. Keep going. Causing a deep head wound. Mm -hmm. He died on the way to the local hospital. He what? He died on the way to the local hospital. He died at the hospital. On the way to the local hospital. He died on the way to the local hospital. Hmm. Rubber bullets kill, man. Right. So anytime you hear people say, oh, they're just using rubber hmm. bullets. Hey, rubber bullets kill, man. We just read it. Right. It's supposed to be non-lethal. Yeah, to you. <laughs> to the person <laughs> shooting it. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it just killed that, bro. Keep going. Mm. He was 26. That's a young man. Go ahead. Diaz was among more than 1,000 migrants and refugees, most of them from Honduras, who attempted to force their way into a salat, who, who attempted to force their way through the taken Uman crossing on Sunday. Police also used tear gas, more than 100 people were wounded. 
There's so many little factors that come into play that you don't think about because all you see is a crowd of people walking and then people dogging them out because all they're, they, like, it should me out how white media turns everything into a political fiasco. Right. It's all about the left wing. What you gonna hear? You gonna hear this on TV. You gonna hear the left wing did this, the right wing did that. Yeah, all this right here is they saying this is orchestrated. That's the importance of what we trying to break down tonight. We going to the articles that ain't nobody talking about. Right. We talking about the condition of Honduras, their boys through Guatemala to Mexico. Now they fighting and pushing against their own damn brothers. And then they gonna have to serve, Mexico's big as hell, I'm sure y'all know. You know how big Mexico is, right? Right. That's a big, long ass piece of mass of land. They gotta get through that. And then after the Quad reads this article, I'm going to show you what's waiting for them when they get to that border. I'm telling you, brothers, look, <laughs> sisters too, when I describe what's waiting for them, y'all going to be like, damn, somebody, a lot of people going to die. You going to actually think like it's, it's like, it puts me in the mind frame of the British during Civil War, not Civil War, Revolutionary War, when the British is coming, and then you got all these, these uh, American dudes, and they, and they all lined up, and got the cannons lined up. It, it's gonna be like that, except there's only gonna be one side with cannons, mm -hmm. one side with muskets. And then the other side, the only thing they're trying to fight with is, is their spirit. Right. They just got a spirit of, uh, what is, man, I feel bad. It's a car means. I forget what it uh, means. Between two burdens. Huh? Uh, um, hold on. Stuck between two burdens or something between two burdens? Because it describes how strong they are. I get it. I can't remember what it said. But, but it, it shows you the heart that they got, man. They, they never die. They are strong damn people, man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> they are strong. Ashes, that's like it. Oh, where am I missing? In uh, South America, they strong as hell. Uh, what was this? Uh, Genesis 49, verse 14. Mm -hmm. Issachar is strong as. What? Issachar is a strong ass. Crouching down between two burdens. Genesis 33. When she birthed, you know, they gave her the names and what she was having. And in Genesis, um, I think it's 
to my husband. And she called his name Issachar, which means my high. My high? Higher. Higher. I think it was that one, strong man. Anyway, they are strong people, man. Keep reading the article. The group uh, at the Mexican border on Sunday uh, attempted to catch up to the initial wave of now more than 7,000 migrants and refugees who began their journey north more than two weeks ago. So now we know it's how many? It's 7,000. It's 7,000. We was talking about 1,000 that came from Honduras. No telling how many really came from Honduras. But now, if we talking about 7,000, what does that mean? It's probably more than that. It's like... Mm -hmm. Let's say this another way. If I give you, I give you 3,000. Let's say if 3,000 came from Honduras. They came from Honduras, went through Guatemala, got to the Mexican border, and when the, when the Mexicans seen them, they was like, dude, they like 7,000 D. What happened? They'll multiply. There's just more people to add with them. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because the fact that they got the same, they're dealing with the same oppression where they're at, so they're going to join, they're going to gather themselves together. Which is, why they gather themselves together over and over again? Because it's spiritual, it's, it's what the Lord uh, called us to so do. So I gather, I gather with the Asians. Because they're brothers. Because they are brothers, they're, they're, they're brothers, they're family. Because of what? Because they're brothers and, and sisters and they're family. Also known as, uh, we call it, no. What's one of the most important things in UPK? Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Right. Because the brotherhood and sisterhood, they started casting. They didn't just wouldn't reside. They started getting bigger and coming together. Right. All right. That's important. The group has been dubbed a migrant caravan. Salaka. And that the, the uh, group that dude got shot in the head, he came, he trying to catch up to this big group. Mm. It was, it's like two two different groups. Okay. You got the 7,000 and the 1,000. Then the 1,000. 1,000 came from Honduras. All of them yeah. started off in Honduras. Right, but it wasn't seven deep, 7,000. No, no, no. So we talking about the number growing mm -hmm. by that time. Right. Okay. Uh, Sato Avila, a 29-year-old laborer from Palestine, a rural community in eastern Honduras told Alzira the conversation was a setback for the group. He advanced maybe 10%. So like, we advanced maybe 10%, but we have been set back 100%, said Avila, while sitting on the bridge over the Satuate River between Guatemala and Mexico. If the Mexican government does not let us through, then we will have to return to Honduras, where we will continue to suffer from extreme poverty, 